What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams, joined, as always, by Tony Grice. Tony, Thank you, Brent. We are, yes. I, you know, I didn't know know if this was going to happen. You and a whole lot of other people. (laughs) Oh, man, it has been, uh, we've been, we've both been just covered up with stuff. Busy. The last episode we did was our Interstellar Drive home episode, I think. Yeah, uh, and then um, that was uh, late November or something like that. Yeah, right? I would say late November, early December, somewhere right. in there. I mean, it was it was. I mean, it's easily been almost three months ago at this point. And then the holidays got us. Yep. And then after the holidays, I was busy with Outlaw Gamers. Yeah. Trying to get that set up and everything, and yeah. Then that finally calmed down, but you know now now I've got you know I've got other I've projects kind of going on that. Yeah. Uh, that have been keeping me busy, but the point is that I've been uh, getting potty trained over the last few months. I've had that finally. Yeah, Dude, I, well, that's no, great. I'm not that's, there yet. I'm, well, uh, but you know, but live it's strong. Only been three months, so <laughs> let's not give me a, give me a little time. You know, get, let me let me get used to it. You can but, have all uh, the time you need if it means that uh, you know I don't have to clean up my carpet after we do I these just commentaries. Had an accident, by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, um, but anyway, I got the good divers thing, in the house now, though. We'll be happy to <laughs> that's know. Very, that's very true. There's no shortage. So no, anyway, I don't feel like I would fit into scatological humor aside. Uh, <laughs> we've been really, really busy, and that's the reason that uh, we haven't been with you guys. But we're back now. We're very happy to be here. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to talk a little. We, we bit come about... back to you with something completely different. <laughs> no. Exactly. no, just I think uh, we just we've had. Uh, there's just been a lot of. Different stuff and yeah. uh, and, News, and one trailers trailers a lot and, of big stuff and one really kind of specifically cool for us yes. particularly which is, is was sort of uh, to, if I'm really honest it's the reason that we were like look you know we, we need to, we it's it, we got to record something it's because we got to talk about this and, and and as like and this is uh, this is a great opportunity so we'll uh, we will let you in on that uh, here here in a moment but um, first I think, up I think we need to first talk about I mean there's just there's been a Ton of trailers, a oh, ton God, of know. you know, ton of cool info. Um, well, it's a fi- I mean, it's 2015 now, yeah, and we've got a slew of movies coming up this year that I think are going to be really, really awesome. Um, one is, one trailer that actually a slew. How many is a slew? Is how it? Many? Do you think it's more or less than a plethora? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know That's either. very. It's a very good question. But yeah, we've got. I think probably the, one of the biggest. You know that one of the biggest trailers that that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet is Ant Man. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's the last thing I think we really kind of talked about was uh, we had just seen the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron you know, trailer, and yeah. we were kind of uh, expecting something from Ant Man. And you know what? What was your what was your sort of take on it? You know, we, we've it's been a little while. We actually just watched it again, kind yeah, of to refresh our memory because it's been out. It's you know this it's been a while at this point. This I think is, yeah. I mean, it, it's been it, it came out probably around the time that we were. We were uh, we were kind of closing out for the year. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so what did I think about it? You know, my honest appraisal was that it did feel like a Marvel film, mm-hmm. but it did not leave me as excited as any other Marvel trailer I've seen to date. Yeah. You know, I have to say that of all the of all the trailers for all the Marvel films that we've watched at this point, I got to the end of this one, and I and my my feeling was. I hope it's good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it does sort of seem like to me. It, it feels a little bit more in the vein, and when I say this, not in terms of like what the movie is going to be, but just in terms of its 
place in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Something more uh, akin to like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not this. It's not Captain America. Right, it's not a Iron bit more Man. It's not Thor. Well, and it's also not more like, like the B team. Well, exactly. It sort of feels like a character that maybe audiences aren't as familiar with uh, as as they maybe are, even if they're not really familiar. Because let's be honest, a lot of people. What they know of Captain America is from their, you know, the seventies and eighties. You know, when, when they were a kid, yeah. and and I realized the character has changed a lot. And that's probably, frankly, that's probably where we are in a lot of cases because that's sure. that's when we, you know, read comics and whatnot. But yeah. uh, and I and I never really followed Cap, you know, which is yeah. why we didn't know about Batroc the Leaper until you know, <laughs> exactly. somebody somebody pointed it out to us. <laughs> but but Ant Man sort of feels like that. The one thing, the 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 difference being that the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, like when we first heard about it. When we very first heard about Guardians of the Galaxy, I got to be honest, I was a little like, "That's really? right, really? That's what they're gonna do?" That's exactly right. The announcement of Guardians of the Galaxy, I felt the way I got, I, I did at the end of the Ant Man trailer. I was yeah. like, "Well, wow, that's. I hope it's good. I I hope so." And you know, and I, then we saw the trailer. Yeah. And when we got to the end of the trailer, it was like, "I want to see this more than any other film this year." Exactly. And, now, Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy speaking yes. of Ant Man, we still, I think, had the same feeling as when they announced it, which is just like, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it, I will say it does look like it's going to strike a decent balance of you know that kind of the the action and the storytelling that the Marvel movies have done. You know, and we always talk about that Marvel feel. They they do have, I think, a very consist. They're they're very consistent. In that they they give you very you know good action you know a good story good characters good humor uh, you know I'll be honest maybe not even that all of those are better than anything else but all of them are up there you know yeah. the, 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 they're all at a at a certain level mm-hmm. and the Ant Man trailer just there wasn't anything about it that quite struck me like all the other trailers we've seen for for their stuff you know so it just I don't know it just it didn't have that that I'm sold moment. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about another, uh, not Marvel Studios movie, but another Marvel movie coming up here in a second, Fantastic Four. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think uh, it was kind of in that same sort of vein. You know, it was just like we, both of these, I think that we hope look, are going to be good, but, you know, I don't know. Just, there's nothing in the trailer has sold me yet. But, you know, yep. it is just a trailer. That's true. Um, and, and in both cases, it's, you know, it's almost a teaser in the sense that yeah. it really is just kind of a, an introduction to you know, That's very true. the movie That's and true. the people that are in it. Just the vaguest sense of a story that might be going on with Ant Man as far you know, as far as you know oh. Paul Rudd's character and and you know, his relationship to uh to uh um, Pym. Yeah. Uh Hank Pym. And um I think that um and they show a little bit of like you know the 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 most of the the because I guess that is technically a teaser so like most yeah. of it up until kind of one moment feels you know pretty uh, straightforward kind of you know intense you know sort of drama y kind of thing yep. and then you get that line where he's like you know I need you to be the Ant Man and he's like huh. <laughs> you know yeah. and and I will say that that uh, does give you that like I think it's going to have that that sort of humor that sort of little bit of a tongue in cheek. Not take I, too I feel like it will be kind of more like Guardians in that sense that it won't yeah. be taken as which the thing I, the reason I keep going back to Guardians is because I really do think that it's they're going to try to go down that path a little more. It's it's yeah. going to be a little more. They're going to try to rely on humor a little bit more. That'd be um, good, that'd be a good plan. That's a good. I think it's a good way. And I mean, I think this whole point, you know, Paul Rudd's playing the the character. Yeah, and, and I mean, as far as the cast goes, I like Paul Rudd. I love Michael Douglas. I like uh, Evangeline Lilly. Um, 
I, th- I think they've got a great cast. And, yeah. and I tell you the one thing that has kept me, the one thing that has really kind of kept me hopeful is the fact that there's been, there's been, you know, kind of rumors and stuff floating around that the, um, that the plot's going to be kind of a, uh, a heist film. And you and I yeah. were both big fans of heist films. Yeah. Like, you know, as a genre and just the way that those are, the way that those are kind of structured and everything. Yeah. The pacing of them and kind of having that sort yeah. of, Yeah. Assembling the team, you know, figuring out the job, executing the plan, the you, getaway, you, and, and it's that sort of feel of like you're sort of seeing all the pieces of the of the event that's happening, as opposed to like, oh, you'll see one part of someone's life, and then later in their life, and then this other storyline, and you know, it's like I, I feel like it's going to be more of a sort of self-contained uh, plot and story. Yeah. Uh, it, again, from from the little bit we've seen, so I I, I like that. If if that's true, and, and yeah. you know, you and I tend to stay spoiler free with stuff. Yeah. So you know, it could be very. Yeah. It's very possible that people out there know this Already, to a fact, yeah, yeah. and we don't, and it's by choice, as opposed to the Batrock thing. The script is probably and, out on the internet already. Definitely. The free and open internet. Uh, <laughs> that we now have. That's right. And uh, <laughs> and I think that uh, if that proves to be true. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be excited about because yeah. I, I love the idea of a heist film set in the Marvel universe. I do too. Like, it, it, like no matter if it was Ant Man or anything else, if you told me Marvel was doing a heist film in you know in the MCU with some of their characters, yeah. I'd, I'd line up to see it. Well, you know, right one there. thing we talked about, um, less kind of thing I'll also sort of say on is the one thing we talked about. Um, I remember there being one time where I really was a little bit like, okay, when will the comic book movie genre dry up dry up and yeah. and I, I remember thinking i was like you know you, you had like the over-the-top action things and the buddy cop things and then you have like the you know yeah. independent you know kind of uh um black and white you know comedy thing like you've had all these sort of things that you know kind of one movie comes out is really big and then a couple of other movies sort of capitalize on it, and then it sort of it's fades away out. or yeah. or you know whatever and the one thing I, I started to see more and more with the marvel movies is i was like i was like you know these are just these are good movies. I mean, yeah. they're just all around. They're they're funny. So somebody that doesn't know the characters, really frankly, cares about the characters. They can kind of enjoy it just for what it is. Yeah. And that's the thing with this movie. I sort of feel like it's it's like you know, hey, let's do a heist movie. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, let's. It just so happens to be in the Marvel universe, and yeah. and we're doing it with Ant Man. That's the sort of the way I think they maybe look at some of their movies. Is is it's less about we're making an Ant Man movie. It's like we're going to make a cool movie, and this is how we're going to do it. And it just, yeah. in this case, happens to be Ant-Man. So, exactly. again, really hoping for that. But, uh, of course, we got we, we don't have too much longer. Was it July? No, June? it's... July? It, what was I, it? I can't remember what the, uh, what the release date I was. I want to say it was July. I was thinking it was like two months after Avengers. Right, because Avengers is May. Yeah. So it's it's coming but, it's coming right up on the heels. It's, does, it's does, Marvel, does Marvel have anything, like in the November time frame this year? Do they have anything late in the year? Because I think it's just um, I think it's just Ultron I and Ant Man. I think this year, that's isn't it? all it is this year. Um, yeah. If they do, I'm just completely blanking out. Because um, we do, there's a bunch of you know, yeah. big stuff at the end of the July year. July seventeenth so is what IMDb. July seventeenth. So yeah, just a little over two months from from Avengers. Right on. But um, yeah, there's there's uh, moving on. I mean, that, that was kind of one of the the I guess the the bigger things and the types of movies that we look at. There's been a bunch of others. Um, the uh, the man from Uncle trailer the man from Uncle just yeah, recently man. actually that's only been about a week or two ago it's not I guess. been long at all but yeah Henry Cavill yeah back I guess the first big blockbuster post 
Man of Steel. I was going to ask, because I didn't think that I really remember seeing him in anything, but I feel like maybe he's done one or two little... He, he probably has, things. you know, just stuff I haven't watched. But, um, but uh, I really like him, and... I do, too. I, I will say, I'm not... Again, I'm not completely sold on what we've seen so far. Like I, I, I feel like it'll probably be a you know a pretty fun movie. It looks yeah. it looks reasonably lighthearted and kind of you know cool and 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 you know using that sort of the 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 timeline that it's in. You know, kind of the the, the fact that it's a period film. Period, yeah, it's kind of set a, in the '60s yeah. in the Cold War era. I, I think that all is pretty cool. Um, I'd be lying if I said that I'm like you know oh, that's day one got have to see it in theater kind of kind of feel from it right um, but I would definitely be looking forward to it once it comes out like on you know uh, the internet <laughs> I'll, I'll just you know use why that. why front we're gonna steal why, this thing why front but uh, well, what would you think I mean what, what, I, I think I I think that I was a, a bit more enamored of it than you are I, I really I really dug it. I like Henry Cavill. I think that he. I think that it looks like he's he, going to be really good. He in the looks movie. like the best part of it. That, that's the yeah. one thing I really will say. He he kind of exudes uh, something in that trailer. I, yeah. I, I definitely. If it weren't for him in that trailer, I don't think I'd be interested in it at all. Uh, I, I think I can agree with that. I, I think that he is a big part of why I like it. Although I will also say that I really like the idea of Guy Ritchie doing this kind of film. I think that this is the like this is a genre that he that he could do something really cool with. Yeah, I would, I would agree. It, it, it plays to his strengths. I, I think so, and so I think the combination of those things has got me interested. But the trailer looks—I mean, it looks—it looks fun. Yeah. It looks funny. It looks like it'll have you know some great action and some laughs and stuff like that. Uh, so at this point, I, I don't feel like there's anything not to like about it. Like there's nothing turning me off about it yeah. at all. It's just a matter of you know how much entertainment do I think I'm going to get out of this movie? Sure, like, sure. Like that's that's the gauge I'm. Uh, for I'm some kind of reason, I have like a, a weird little sort of. I don't. It, it, you're going to think I'm crazy, but almost a a small. Uh, the Avengers vibe, and not the Avengers you're thinking. Of. I know the Avengers you're the, talking about. The Avengers I'm thinking you're of. You're talking. Is like you're the, talking about the Jerry Garcia. No, no, it was, it was oh. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. It's, uh, you're talking about the Grateful Dead Bear Avengers. I don't know why. For some reason, I almost not like I think it's gonna be that crazy. Don't take that yeah, way. It's not but, be it, like that I, but I, I just have this feeling that it like. I feel like it might fall on its face a little. Like I just, I don't know. There's, there's something about the trailer that just didn't seem like it yeah. didn't just. Pop for me. It almost felt a little bit like I. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't quite put my finger on it, but um, I, I. That's a good point. I don't know. I, I and that and honestly, that's just from a, a general feel from the trailer. Not like something that I saw and was like, "That looks goofy" or "That looks silly" or whatever. It did look like the banter was maybe just just teetering on that sort of a little beyond believable to make. A good like spy kind of picture for me work. Yeah. Like there, there's no, a it's, line it's, of like, do you want to do you want to take it like in a Bond sort of like no, quipping things, yeah. or do you want to go like you know Austin, Austin Powers? Powers? That's what it's I was somewhere say. in between. It's and, definitely like a post Austin Powers movie. Like yeah, you know this this is a film that is I think very. Whereas Austin Powers was flat out comedy. Yeah, this movie I think also is acknowledging the fact that sixties the sixties spy genre. Yeah. Was a little goofy. Yeah, yeah, and, and and there's there's a little bit of goofiness to that. And I just, but I and and that can be that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of goofiness to the Sherlock Holmes films, and and they're oh yeah, they're fine, absolutely. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is, I, I do think that that is a fine line that it can easily sort of go too too goofy. Right. And I, I yeah. hope you know the trailer wasn't enough for me to really decide on that yet. I agree. Um, 
But, but uh, the Avengers, uh, the Ray Fiennes Uma Thurman movie, yeah. is that that's a good call out because we got burned by that big time. Oh yeah, I remember really because at the time I, I had actually been watching the old Avengers series. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it had and what was her? Dinah Riggs, wasn't she? Like well, the, she, yeah, yeah, she was. She was, uh, I believe, oh, the first in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, but I remember really digging that and really liking that sort of. Um, you know, if it and the saint and a couple other you know sort of things were sort of oh yeah had that like it was James Bond but a little bit goofier in like Flint all those sort of movies from that time <laughs> I, I really liked that that vibe yeah. but I don't know there there's it's it's it I'm just I, I'm I'm cautiously uh, optimistic uh, for it I uh, I think that I'm probably a little bit more. I'm probably a little bit more uh, optimistic than you are at this point, but um, I, I agree with you in the sense that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100 sold, but I'm a little bit farther down the lane. Yeah, and, we'll and I can understand happens. that. I'm, I'm always, I, I tend to be a little more uh, pessimistic than you in general. Anyway, that's probably, <laughs> so that's probably about, you know, that sounds about right. Let's step um, back into some Marvel territory because yeah, there's yeah. more Marvel stuff to talk about. This is something I didn't actually finally see until today. Yeah. We, <laughs> you've been trying to, you've been reminding, like, been telling you I think before. I actually even maybe mentioned to you first the trailer came out. Yeah. Like, hey, did you did you see where that came out today? And then I still never got around to watching it. And that is uh, Netflix's Daredevil. Yeah, we got the trailer for the Netflix series Daredevil dropping in April. Yeah. On Netflix, it's, it's kind of crazy how how quick things are coming out these days. Yeah, used to be like you'd hear about something like that, you know, a year or two out. Right. Now it seems like it's six months or something like that, or maybe even less. I think it's I, I think it's been pretty quick. Although I mean, we're sitting here saying that, but I mean, it's probably been over a year or more since they made the announcement. I guess that so, is true. I guess it is true. But um, you know, the but seeing the seeing the trailer, seeing what they've got planned for the series, and I think specifically the tone. Yeah, because I think the tone of the trailer is the biggest thing that you're kind of taking away from it. Yeah. Um, what 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 do you what were your thoughts immediately after you saw it? Um, I liked that it felt less Ben Afflecky. <laughs> um, no, Name anything that you don't like for that reason. <laughs> the uh, you see that Blues Brothers poster over there? You know why like, I like it so much? Less... Almost no Ben Affleck to it. <laughs> That's why. In all seriousness, though, I, I really I will say I dug the. You, you had mentioned after after you'd seen it, uh, yeah. you told me about sort of like the way that uh, they sort of portray the him sensing and him sort of the, the way he you know kind of yeah. hears and the way they they sort of show what. He might be seeing in his mind, you know, in that sort of way, and it was and it was pretty subtle. They didn't try yeah. to go like you know. They didn't try to make a big special effect out of it, exactly. And it doesn't need to be. I mean, exactly. Like, it, it, there's a little bit of a visual effect. It's just like it looks like a really, really, uh, you know, distorted like fisheye lens. Yeah, but not like you know some sort of zooming through, you know. Uh, White noise with a red figure, you know, in the center. So, like, like yeah. some like honing in on things, like, like you sometimes just simple. see things. It just it seemed just, like it was simple, and I love that he's wearing like the the sort of black, you know, yeah, kind of the ninja outfit, the bag ninja sort of outfit, uh, yeah. you know. It's, and and you know, of course, I, the thing I do love about that is I can't wait to see him in sort of the classic Daredevil. Yellow and red. No, yeah, I doubt, obviously. I doubt they. I doubt they go that route. But I, in I all seriousness, I, I, I like that they're starting that way. The, the, and I they'll feel find like a way. Like there'll be some episode. They'll, they'll like put him in yellow tights for some yeah, reason. Yeah, he'll. He won't. His, the others will be in the dry cleaner or something. Yeah. But <laughs> the. Uh, I, I will say I didn't feel like they showed a lot. 
yet to let me know yeah. what is happening. Like exactly. it, it felt it's just a teaser. It really no sense of the story. Exactly. Whereas even a teaser for a movie, I think just because there's only, you know, I mean there's only two hours worth of, I mean there's more out of that, but there's only like yeah. two hours worth of footage you're gonna see on screen. Um, you can get more. when you get two minutes of that two hours, that's a lot. When you have a TV series that's going to run, you know, thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. Yeah. Um, I, I realize that a lot of it is kind of all over the place, and I, but I, I will say that it looks, it looks really, really promising for our first sort of Marvel live action. Well, I guess uh, Agents of Shield. Shield I'm, I'm forgetting, but um, I, th- I think that the distinction here, though, is that this is about. Uh, this is about an established Marvel superhero. Yeah, you know this isn't about and a know, major one. I mean, it's you yeah, know, Daredevil a major is, one. is you know, but it's also a, it's not it's not a broadcast series like Agents yeah. of Shield or Agent Carter is. I, I, it's going to be a little it's darker. More like a, exactly, it's going to be. I think it's going to be more like House of Cards. It's going to be it's going to be probably a, a lot closer to the genre of HBO television series. I would agree in its uh, in its tone in its you know like level of. Uh, you know, of explicitness, violence, you know, well, like, nudity, perhaps whatever. You you were kind of pointing out one time that you know, even though Agents of Shield is great, I'm not caught yeah. up on season two yet, but um, you know, really loved the first season. The even though it's a good show, it does still feel like network TV. Definitely, it it, it feels like very good network TV. Frankly, yeah. you know, I mean, like I, I feel yeah. like they they uh, have taken certain aspects of it to to a. a Higher level than maybe some other shows in some cases, um, and or raised it, and everybody else is sort of coming coming to that level. But it does sort of feel still a little clean, you know. Just you don't see, you know, somebody falls off of a building and dies, and they have a little one little drip of blood coming out of their mouth. You know, right. I, I feel like we will see some. I, I almost feel like we might see like a Fight Club ish kind of brawls, like you know, just sort of gritty, real, you know, brutal stuff. I'm I'm sort of hoping we do. Me too. Um, Me too. I just w- watched uh, everybody really panned it. Although, and I don't get, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying that I thought it was the just the greatest show ever. But Marco Polo was one of the last Netflix original series that I you know watched. And the one thing I liked about it was. It really wasn't. I mean, there was some nudity in it, and there was some goriness in it, but it wasn't. It wasn't like just there for the sake of doing it. It usually sort of served some sort of purpose and made sense in the the world that they were in. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite. Now, this is one of my favorite shows, is Spartacus. Yeah. Um, I really was, to be honest, very kind of put off by like the levels they went to and sort of the nudity and the violence when I when I very first sort of was hearing about it and seeing little bits and pieces. But once I watched it, it really felt right for the world that they were in and the time they were in, and what it actually pulls you in once you kind of realize that. I I'm hoping that's what they do with this. I'm hoping they create whatever is appropriate for the world they're in. You know, I just I hope that it's you know gritty and dark and mean and yeah. you know non Ben Afflecky as it can be. Yes. Um, yes. We, we totally but, agree on that. But not no I hope it's I also kind of do hope that it's not um you know over the top. Like more than it needs to be just because they're on Netflix and they can. I, I think that you know my hope for the series is similar in the sense that I want this I really want this show to be uh I want this show to really be grounded in a way that nothing else Marvel has done, uh, Marvel Studios I'm talking about now, yeah. 
uh, has really done up to this point. There's really nothing fanciful about this. This is a show about uh, about a guy in Hell's Kitchen, you know, literally fighting to to make his neighborhood a little bit safer because of very real world problems, crime. Corruption, kind of the, violence, the, the Batman-ish sort of totally, you know, character. Like, totally. not, he's not got superhero, or you know, he's not got superpowers. He he has enhanced, enhanced you know. Which yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; that it's taken it's to a, a level that line. is. But I, I do believe that there's well, like you know, one of the shows that I think both of us have have enjoyed, uh, you know, for, for the most part, I think is Gotham. Definitely. Um, there's there's been a, a, one or two things here there. The last episode actually was pretty. I'm not caught up. Okay. We need to talk about. I that just, when you're I just, up. I just watched episode eleven, so I'm like about four or five behind. The last episode, I will admit, was a little weird. It, yeah. it, it, it just, but anyway, the, the thing is, the one thing I will say is that I do like that they've kind of created a a believable world that that these are happening. You know, these things are happening in mm-hmm. um, for the most part. I mean, you know, they, they've taken taken it, you know, to to a certain level at times, but it just it feels more believable at times than 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 less. And uh, I'm kind of hoping Daredevil sort of goes down that that path, but also just has that freedom to, hey, a, a character can is going to die, or yeah. you know, is somebody's going to get you know brutally taken down. You know, they have they can do that, and they've and got the it. license to to go those places. Yeah, I hope that this portends well for the other uh, the other series that the Marvel and Luke Netflix Cage are going to Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Uh, it, for it, not a. It not seems a, like there was four. It seems like there were four. Sh- I'm I was thinking there were only the three. Anyway, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy, but the the thing that I was going to say though, you know, there are four of. What's that? <laughs> that was a good segue, but hold off on it. <laughs> Here's the thing that I want to say now that now that Marvel has gone through this whole thing and like bought all these rights back, and you know they've got a lot more of their characters under their umbrella again. Yeah. Here's one thing I would really like. I would really like to see if these if these Netflix series are successful. And they're like, okay, let's talk about another round. Let's talk about maybe some other characters. Yeah, I want to see a Punisher series in this vein. I think, I think Punisher, Punisher series. I, would I be, think that could kick. It would ass. be so much better than a movie too for the Punisher. Like for whatever oh, reason, yeah. um, they just haven't found a way to use that character right. They just I, and, and it's unfortunate because I I I really do I think a series could be a very good fit for it. I think yes. um, the the best. Thing on film for the Punisher so far has been that little short film. Yeah, Punisher that, Laundry Day. <laughs> Punisher Laundry where, where Day. Tom you, James came back. If and, you have not seen that, seriously, Jesus, go, go watch, watch it that. right now. It's about, but it is. It's, it's Thomas worth Jane. It. It's Thomas Jane as the Punisher. As the I Punisher, mean, we always wanted Thomas Jane to be. Exactly. It, it's a very very cool. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check that out. But that to me would be a very cool yeah. series. Probably better than than even if they could, even if Marvel. Studios did a Punisher movie. I sort of feel like a series might might work better. For I think character. so too. I think about shows. You know, I'm a huge fan of The Shield. Yes, yeah. And I think about like that kind of show and a character uh, like Michael Chiklis played on that show. This guy who sometimes you're going to love him, yeah, and sometimes you're going to be revolted by him. Sometimes yeah. you're going to be absolutely repulsed by it, like what what he is and what he does. But like that whole idea of like. There, there, are, there are certain times when you know, like all of us are kind of like, you know, I wish we had somebody like that on our side, you know, doing this then, fucked up shit. Then as soon as to it's the over, guys. then as soon as it's over, you're like, God, that guy is scary. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that. I, well, but like seriously, like Frank Castle as a character yeah. in that kind of show, like doing those kinds of things, like that whole thing where like week to week, you're not sure, like 
you know, whether you're going to be rooting for him or not, yeah. I think that would be I, awesome. Well, and I was going to say, like, you know, it, it, when The Shield came out, that was still a relatively uh, new, or not new, but it was not a very used concept of the kind of the, yeah. you know, the, the... Not to that not to the level. Not that to that level. But now you've got a lot of shows, I think, that really play on that. Like, well, sure. I mean, to be honest, like, well, The Walking Dead, to a large degree, yeah, is one of those definitely. where, like, they're making decisions that, you know, you're you're... You know, you're with this person 90% of the time, and all of a sudden they make a choice that you're like, what? What the fuck? Okay, all right. But it's it's one of those things where I think people are more uh, interested in accepting of those sort of difficult to, to understand characters, or, or yeah. at least characters that are having to make difficult decisions and, right. and you know, right. sometimes make choices maybe you would or wouldn't. And, yeah, I, yeah. very interesting. Um, so, back to things that there's definitely four of. <laughs> So there, there are four kids doing their own little Fantastic Four movie. That's over right. Here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's the Fantastic Four Junior Division. The uh, Fan Four Stick, because that's how they write it. That they uh, did. They did write it Fan Fortis. But um, I could anyway. Say it. Anyway, they uh, you know this is of course uh, coming from uh, from Twenty Century Fox, which the reboot. The the thing we'll talk about you know directly after this is frankly one thing you probably want us to shut up about and just get to is uh, is um, a little guy named Spider Man. But uh, the the thing He's that is coming. interesting is this. Oh, is he coming? <laughs> but it's uh, mm, you feel that, kids. <laughs> but uh, the thing that's kind of interesting was um, when we heard about this this announcement that we'll talk about in a second. It was interesting to me that I always thought Sony had the sort of worst relationship with Marvel in terms of like you know kind of holding on to their character. Aviara, yeah. you know, just you know had had a disdain for making. Nice with you know yeah. people and you, check out my Blues Brothers poster again. You'll also notice Avi Arad not present. Le, le, yeah, Wherever exactly. he is, I hope Ben Affleck is with him and to hell and gone <laughs> from my Marvel franchises. Uh, let 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 you know Ben Affleck can do his uh, his Batman movie uh, and Avi Arad can me. you know die and, and he can go fuck hell. himself. But any, anyway, getting back to the, the whole point was you know I, I was really taken aback by that was. I really thought, if anything, I kind of figured 20th Century Fox might be the first one to sort of mm-hmm. bridge that gap and say, "Look, you know, we want to do, you know, for our next X Men movie, what would what would you think? Is there something we can have some sort of team up?" When all that news came out, it was like you hear about like Marvel has is canceling books, like the Fantastic yeah. Four comic book is being canceled. Like, the week before this movie comes out... Seems like there might be a little bad blood there. Just to, like, undercut... I mean, I guess, you know, maybe the sales have not been great. But, I mean, it's it's very specific, the timing of that, you know, is is to kind of do as much damage to this as it can. And, you know, to me, the movie... I think we both said the same thing after we first saw it was... It reminded me a lot of the Ant-Man trailer. At least Mm -hmm. in how we felt. Yes. Like, in, in how that we felt like... Okay. Um, I hope eh. it's good. There's nothing in this trailer that is exciting me that much, but I have hope. Seeing as what, frankly, seeing as what they did with the you know Fantastic uh, with uh, the uh, X Men franchise, which which they were really able to turn around. Gotta be honest, yeah. um, You know, we we of course have reviewed uh, uh, both the first X Men and First Class, and you know. First class, like X Men. I will say, you know, I think we both kind of talked about how it, it changed on us a little bit. You know, uh, my opinion on it was maybe not quite as bad as it used to be. Yours was maybe not quite as good as it used to be. <laughs> but where, whereas when you jump to the new ones, when you jump to First Class, was yeah. very good. We both then you loved get to Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past was frankly 
with as good as with the good a record as Marvel has been doing, yeah. Days of Future Past really was almost like. You think you do comic book movies good? We'll we'll you we'll, we'll do you this. we'll do you one better almost. Yeah. I mean, it really was that it good. Was great. And uh, it was a great X Men film. It was a great X Men film. It was a great film. It, yeah. it, that, again, that was one of those things. It was a great movie. Even if you don't aren't into those characters, I think you could watch that yeah. and and enjoy it. Um, I just I don't know the the Fantastic Four one. Again, there's just nothing about it that just sort of... I, I don't see this one moment, and I'm just like, ah, yes, there yeah. it is. Like, I don't... You know, the, the cast, everybody has kind of talked about, you know, the, the really young cast, and mm-hmm. um, not not to hate on them, you know, because, I, I mean, I have no... no but it just, I will say, it does sort of feel like, that, why did they do it for... You know... The guy playing Reed Richards, Miles Teller, I've seen him in things that I thought he was pretty good in. yeah. Uh, he's the only one that I, I'm really. The girl, with. I think, is the girl from uh, House of Cards, isn't it? Wasn't uh, she? That yeah, that's uh, that's season? Kate Mara. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's talented. She 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 was you know good in that, but um, I don't know. I, there's something about it that doesn't. I don't see it yet. I guess is where I'm, where I'm trying to go. I just I don't I don't know. There's nothing about it that sort of says like. This is the Fantastic Four movie that we were been waiting for. Not that I've really been waiting for a Fantastic Four movie. No, but, I haven't either. And that, it'll be interesting to see if they are able to capture people's attention with. I think I think a lot of people felt that way. It's like you yeah. know, I'm not really missing the Fantastic Four franchise. Yeah, but I, I tell you what, you know, it as, seems like that would be the perfect one to just. And maybe that's what they're doing. Like that's the one where you just you do whatever the fuck you want. And maybe that's what they're maybe doing. they're doing. Maybe they are doing yeah. that. We'll see. Yeah. But you know the thing that I was thinking about watching that movie is how different the tone is than the Marvel stuff. You know, yeah. The, just the the feel that you get from that trailer uh, is just it's very very different than you know what we it's saw. It's very from, somber, as opposed to being yeah, like. I mean, it feels like it's taking itself a lot more seriously than Ant Man, as an example. Well, to be honest with you, it, it even seems like like you look at something like the Winter Soldier, where you know after the first cap, which you know felt like a kind of all across the board, you had you yeah. know laughs and. Action and some moments. The second one definitely had a much, um, much more um, somber tone to yeah. it. But even in that, there were jokes. There was some lightheartedness. Uh, there, there were some things in there. And this one, again, early teaser that we've seen. But it just, it felt a little too somber or something. Like it just, it didn't. There just needs to be like an excitement there, you know. And I agree. Again, really early, you know. So, so maybe. Uh, Passing, I mean, this one doesn't come out till what August? Uh, that is a good question. Let's I see here. Or November, I think or it comes out later in the year. Yeah, it's it? August seventh. August seventh. Okay. So I, I agree with you on on all counts. I, I don't have I don't have a huge level of excitement for this yet, but I really like I want to see a full trailer. Yeah. That kind of gives us some semblance of the story and everything. I want to see a little bit more from each of the cast. I want to see what the thing looks like. You kind of um, get like a. You just get a hint. Yeah. And and I really want to see. It, and I will say that hint reminds me just a little too much of the Rock Monster and Galaxy Quest. <laughs> it even Garishnak. It even sounds a little like like it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And he exploded. All right, look, look around. Is there anything we create a rudimentary lathe? <laughs> anyway, um, I know what to do, Jason. Um... <laughs> We have to get out of here before those things kill Guy. 
we, so, we one day will have to we, tell you our, our our ideas for the trilogy, the we, second and oh, third yeah. Galaxy Quest movies. But anyway, we, we'll, we've got a Galaxy Quest tr- trilogy that we got to write one of these days. Yeah. Um, so, but just to finish out on Fantastic Four, I want to see a full trailer, and I really want to be excited about this. I'd love for them to make a really kick-ass film. It'd be fantastic. It would be great. But the other thing I want to see is Doctor Doom. I want to see what they're yeah. doing with with Doctor Doom. Yeah. Which I, 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 I never was. I was never satisfied with with where they got with that and in, 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 the, yeah, in mean, the first the first two Fox in, movies. In fairness, I, that was I just I feel like in a way that was a, that was in a time before most people knew how to even make the the comic book movies. I agree. They, they just they didn't know they didn't know the level to you know they just didn't know how to do them yet you know and, yeah. and uh, I, but this one there's no excuse there really is no excuse for this not to be. A really good movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it could definitely be. I, you know, the, the the material is there for it to potentially be. Um, Fingers we'll crossed. Have to, have to wait and see. So, all right, let's get into the big. Like, you, we talk about Marvel news. <laughs> uh, Spider Man, as everybody knows at this point, is coming back. Breaking news. Is coming back home to Marvel, <laughs> sorta. Now, Tony and well, I more so than Sorda, I think. I, 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 well, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not. I honestly think that this is maybe as ideal a situation as, as we could have, as absolutely. we could have realistically hoped for. And you absolutely. and I had a conversation, which may be recorded somewhere. It may have been a conversation we had. Brent records our conversations, without my knowledge, quite often. On he's, the yes, I do. He's, he's he's a lot like the NSA. That <laughs> I, I, it may have been a conversation we had on the way up to a the, uh, on the way up to a theater, yeah. uh, or, or the, you know, on a theater trip uh, on the way up to Cinema, where we were, you know, doing yet another audio test or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I may have a recording somewhere of us having this conversation, yeah. where we were talking about, and this was this was back when there was like, oh, there's a rumor, there's a rumor going around that Marvel and Sony are talking about. You know, but, maybe. It, but it was like the most early of you know we don't know yeah. did Marvel approach Sony is Sony approached them are they both are they is is any of them either really right. interested in doing it I mean it was so early on and I remember there was an article that we read I don't remember where it was but it, but the the gist of the article was <laughs> yes. look Marvel and Sony are in talks maybe to do something about Spider Man. But it'll be ten years before we see anything from this because yeah. it's going to be all this negotiation. Basically, it has to this. like like the current deal, and the current deal will have to, to expire, expire first or and, or had to get to a certain point. Because actually, I think yeah. the way it was worked out, it doesn't it never fully expired. Like there was always like a kind of a way of it being being redone. But um, it just it didn't seem to be anywhere in the pipe. We we had also I think talked at that time about uh, Aviarad and how just yeah. his his utter disdain. For for doing anything other than than what, what he they, wanted to do right. with with the, the franchise and was just and and, and basically his his uh, hatred frankly it sounded like of, of what Marvel Feige. was doing yeah well yeah. And, uh, just what they were doing like I think he he saw the Spider Man franchise you know that they had as big as all of the other Marvel stuff, you know, combined, kind of. And, you know, I, I think you, it's not to say that it couldn't be that, but I don't think it is that. Like, no. you know... Um, well, I don't think that he's got the vision to, to get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and even, not, I'm not even talking can... about money. I mean, I guess you could argue, like, you know, dollars and things. Because, I mean, the, yeah. you know, the, the, the Spider-Man movies have, have made some money. Definitely. Uh, but, but, I mean, more just in their scope. Like, you know, let's be honest. They... 
as much as and we really enjoyed the 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 new the most recent reboot. Yeah, I, I, I like both I of the the Amazing Spider-Man films. Yeah, Very and good. and I I enjoyed. I mean, I will say, having gone back and watched um, the first two recently. Very much like X Men, you know, it's it's rose 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 colored glasses. Like yeah. y- you you remember it better than it was. Although I do still maintain for their time, they were. I mean, for their time, they, they were amazing because we did not have anything. I just used amazing. That. I did not mean I to did. do that, but I, I did yeah. mean to make fantastic. Anyway, the, the, the whole point was, um, I think we were just we were we were basically talking about like what what is our what. What is there even a chance of happening in this? And and really, yeah. we came down to Sony's going to do what they're going to do. Marvel's going to do what they're going to do. And maybe we get some sort of like cameos, like true cameos, like, right. you know, at, at the, you know, very end of the movie or something, you know, Spider-Man keeps Cap from getting crushed by a car or something like that. And, you know, yeah. and then he, 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 you know, delivers one more blow to the, you know, to Galactus or somebody, you know, like whatever it is that happens, you know, it would just be a very cameo-ish kind of thing. Um, we felt like realistically there didn't seem to be much chance of anything beyond that happening. Yeah. But, and and even then it was, gonna, like you said, it was yeah. going to be a while before we even saw that. But we talked about our best case. It's like, okay, so what's the absolute best thing that could happen? Yeah. And what we said was, you know, like, honestly, the best thing that could happen is, Sony goes ahead and does this like Sinister Six film. It fails catastrophically. And they're like, we they can't keep, make a Spider-Man film and make money on it. Because they keep making less on them and they keep costing more. more so like right. that line, where you're, they're still making money, yeah. but the, the amount of money they're the making is The profit margins getting and smaller exactly. and smaller every time. And, so we thought, and at like, some point this it's would... not going to be worth it to them. At some point they're like, it's just not worth it to us to make these Spider-Man films, but if we want to keep the character, we have to make Spider-Man exactly. films. Exactly. And at that point, we said, maybe they would go to Marvel at that point and be like, look. We'll sell it back to you for unteen billion dollars but what we said was like what if like what if they like you know brought in marvel's like look why don't you like like we'll like we'll do distribution we'll like cover production but like you guys consult with us you know to like like, fix our films basically letting them make the movie and them sort of handling the back end part of it you know like the 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 you know Still making money off of it, but but giving handing the reins over to to Marvel and and yeah. and, 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 then, and then in return, Marvel you know Marvel would be able to like maybe use the character some in, in some of the, like yes. the MCU films. Yeah, that was what we talked about. And then like one <laughs> like you know like February like whatever it was like two weeks ago whenever yeah, this yeah. announcement was made, it was exactly that. And like I remember calling you, it was like they did exactly it what was, we it said was they should. It was literally in the middle of the night. Like it, yeah. it was like three or four in the morning when when the first like sort of stories of it went up. And uh, I think I I I had just read it. Like this, like right when you were texting me, I was reading it, and and we're like going through, and it's like, okay, now wait a minute, what is this, does this? Is this sound like what I think it is sounds this like? Real? Like I can't, you know, I couldn't really put my finger on. It's like because yeah. because they really they as didn't. if we were a kid that just got out of the dentist. <laughs> like is this real life? <laughs> but it really was. It was like you know, this is this is as good as it can get yeah. for Sony. Let's be honest, as good as it can get is well to, to Sony have it just right now. To run. have it right now, yeah, you know. For Spider-Man to go back to Marvel, that would take 10 years. 
Yeah, you know, for for, for Spider Man well, to leave, they did sort of make some Sony. big deal. You know, if, if yeah. Sony and and I, that's what I sort of said is I thought when, before we knew all this news is I sort of thought you know hey this hacking thing has been going on like Sony yeah. you know has, has had kind of a few things here and there maybe this is a way for them to say look we have a huge cash infusion if we just sell the rights back to Marvel they will pay out the ass for oh, yeah. it because they want it back and frankly they give know us a billion dollars they know it. what they can make off of it later too so it's not yeah. you know it, it's good for everybody if we just sell it back to them but i think they did sort of see that as like you know look we we can get sort of best of both worlds we yes. still re- retain the the you know kind of rights to it uh-huh. but we also in a way kind of ha- get to take ourselves out of the frustration of what to do you know we we hand it over to a, a new team and they they sort of get to to go with it and um and i i tell you man i don't think i i genuinely do not think it could have worked out any better and i i can could not fathom it's going to happen on the in the speed that they're talking about because they're talking about cap three they're talking about spider-man showing up in cap three which is awesome because everybody's you know been talking about Cap Three being Marvel Civil, Civil War, War, yeah, or, and, or leading you know it's the lead up into right. it or whatever. And you know, so like you know, we know that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Tony Stark in Civil War, presumably the villain of the film. I will say, I read too, <laughs> yeah. just as an aside, uh, yesterday that like like sometime real soon we're supposed to get another big bit of news Marvel related from right. from Robbie Down- Robert Downey Jr. So it'd be interesting to hear what Maybe that's going to be. Maybe it'll be Iron Man 4. Well, you know, the thing, like, if they're going to do Civil War, what they need to do is they need to do, like, they need to do, like, Cap 3 is, like, Marvel Civil War from Cap's perspective. Iron Man 4 is Civil War from Tony Stark's perspective. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, that would fucking be awesome. But anyway, the point is that they're doing Civil War... You know, in the, kinda, the comic storyline, yeah. Spider-Man is a huge... He's a huge linchpin and all that. And, and frankly, that would be a great time to bring yes, him in. Like, it just... It, yes. it, I mean, you, you know, if there is a time to bring him in, it is it is that. Like, yeah. it's just... that's It's a perfect timing. It works really well with the story and the characters that have already sort of come about before. You know, the, the things they've already written before. There's a lot to be excited about there. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and the speed at which. I mean, like, you know... Prior to the announcement, we had another Spider-Man movie coming out, the you know, Sinister Six movie coming yeah. out. We had again, Marvel had just laid out their plans for the next eighteen years, yes. basically, and literally, this news comes out. And they're like, "Okay, everything else pushed back." Yep. Every, every single thing, other than like Cap Three and uh, you, of course, Avengers Two, and you know, like the things that were like in the next two, two years, this, basically. This is a big change-up. Uh, well, I mean, and, and you know, and it, I mean, it's Spider-Man, so, so it's, you know, part of me is like, well, it makes sense, but I'm also just like, from a pure production standpoint, like, they look like they had really come out with a very yeah. well-thought-out, like, this is what we're doing, 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 this, and then to be like, okay, whoa, 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 I just, I just got the best hand dealt to me ever. Fuck, fuck whatever plans I had before. I'm staying to play this out kind of thing, yeah. like, you know. Hire a staff of writers and start working twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, a day. Um, we've got to we got to retool this. You know, the, and and we of course you know and the cap thing. We probably should say it is rumor. It's rumor. It's, 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 it's rumor at this know, point. We makes don't the know. Most sense, but, but I think everybody is anticipating. Yeah. It, that, you know. So I think well, well here's what they said. What well, they I've heard s- probably going. You know, it, it's probably going to be a, a new cast. You know, it's probably not going to be Gar. Uh, James, or, yeah, it won't uh, be Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. You know. But they said that uh, they said that so Sony. And just to finish, the, the the particulars of the deal is Marvel gets to use Spider-Man in the MCU. Sony gets to make solo Spider-Man films. Kevin Feige from Marvel Studios, who you probably know, 
is going to be a producer on the Spider-Man series now, along with, along with Amy Pascal, yeah. former head of Sony, yeah. uh, Sony Pictures, who recently stepped down. Uh, but she worked on the first Spider-Man series that Raimi did. Yeah. Uh, so she's kind of coming back to it. Mm-hmm. So they've got like you know two of like you know their best two of their best uh, people. Aviara seems to have Avi nothing. nowhere in the mix. Seems to have nothing to do. I with I guarantee it, so. you he won't work for Kevin Feige. I guarantee you he won't. I, which is great. I mean, yeah, I, that, I just, that seems to be fine. Well, yeah, perfectly fine. Uh, but anyway, so but those are the particulars of the deal. So you got you got Kevin Feige from Marvel Studios, Amy Pascal from Sony. They're going to be shepherding the Spider-Man character through. Through uh, you know what's going to be coming, I think that's I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I think that I got no issues with any of that, and I believe what they said was I can't remember the year. Is it it's 2017 or 2018 when we're going to see the first new solo Spider-Man film? I, yeah, to be honest, I can't remember that. Sound and they, right. they they said that he would appear in one MCU film prior to that. And looking at the timetable, it seems like it's, Cap Three is the only it's one. Not the only one that would that would be sense. able to that would be able to fit in there. Yeah. So I'm. Dreadfully excited about oh, yeah. all of that. It, it's one of those things like it's almost too good to be true. Like it just, I, I every day I would check the internet for like the next week after that to be like, you know, okay, wait a minute, the the real it details will come through. out now. Well, or or what we reported was not accurate. It's yeah. this, you know, and there'd be something. But I mean, it. I just, it's one of those very few times where it genuinely, it seems to be just. Set up to 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 be the 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 perfect match, you know. This, for, this for could be so full of win. And it which, really could. Going back to just real briefly to the Fantastic Four thing. Th- to me, I'm I hope that it does work out so well that maybe 20th Century Fox takes a look and says, "Ooh, and we and, could do this with FF." So, and sort of they they and, and I'm not even saying it's their fault or whose fault because I really don't know. And no. that, but I mean, maybe it at least gets both sides sort of like, "Hey, look, this has worked out really well for us over here with Sony." What would you say to us maybe having X Men in the Infinity Wars exactly you know, right. movie or something, something of that ilk? You know, like maybe, maybe oh, there is man. something that could could eventually happen. That's the thing. I if think it works out as well as it should. I think that the only reason this happened is because Sony needed it to. I think that the only reason this happened is because Sony that, was Sony frankly, was desperate. If the hacking thing hadn't happened, if the yeah. if the the last two movies had not you know performed like they did, and and yeah. let's make it straight, they didn't perform. Poorly, they just didn't make anywhere near the money they had been making before. Right. Like it's just it's been, and then they've been spending more. You know, so yeah. it's just that, um, that thing that a lot of people can't seem to understand is that you know profit. Sometimes you have to make money on stuff. But anyway, if it, you want it, to keep making stuff, it's, uh, that's an, another side of this. Is I really hope that this will show what can happen when the when when, when you work together. When you work together, it, it, I, I guarantee yeah. this is going to benefit both sides. That's exactly right. I it, guarantee you Sony is going to be happy with what comes of this money-wise. I just yep. I can't I can't fathom that they won't. I just I can't fathom that it, no, it you know, it's going to be good bombs. for everybody. It's like, "Hey, what do you want to do, Sony? We want to make some money. Hey, you know what? We want to make some money too. Let's get together and make some money. Let's make a lot of money and then let's both have some of it." Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. And and then somebody's going to call 20th Century Fox and 20th Century Fox, "We got money. What's some <laughs> It's going to be like that. The only, the only one thing I will say though is they they are in a better spot in terms of their last. They don't need it the way Sony does. Well, and 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 specically, I mean, I I, I will say well, they don't need it on X Men. They don't need it on X Men. Yeah. I will say this Fantastic Maybe Four Fantastic thing. Four. I, I will say feels like it could be the the sort of thing that might make them loosen up on that a little bit. Maybe they if it doesn't do well, yeah. If it doesn't do well, I, maybe they sell those rights back or work out some sort of you know like deal like yeah, some worked sort of out. sharing. And deal. then eventually, maybe we see X Men. I, I well, would love it, to see X Men if they open the door for come. that. I agree. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. God, I, yes. Now that that to me was was not really was like 
even further off than than Spider-Man back before. Yeah. But I think depending on how this, the, frankly, the fact that this has happened at all, it's a big milestone. speeds up the, what what that where that you know yeah. that X-Men kind of component could come in down the line. I agree. I, I think that I even think though it's still ways off. 20th Century Fox got to be looking at this, and I think that depending on how Fantastic Four does, you know, maybe they say, look. We want to make money on this. Sony, you know, Sony did this thing. Maybe, maybe it just plants the seed. Yeah. That, you know, that will eventually get us there. We'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so that that was probably the biggest, that was the biggest movie news, but. The biggest television news. news. No, no, no. The biggest news period. This is the biggest news. This period. I mean, is the whole Spider-Man thing great. I mean, really, it is. That's awesome. Yeah, whatever. Peter Parker, Miles Morales, whatever. Yeah. Very cool, but frankly, most importantly, of all time, of all time, Mister Show, Mister Show, is it, they're saying it's coming back. It's coming back this year. So, so they're saying it's coming back. I, I'm saying this, saying Mister Show is easily one of well, it's it's kind of a uh, a keystone sort of show in our relationship. It honestly. is. It was we both. It was early on in our friendship that this show came out, and it had such an impact on us, just from a standpoint of, it just it was just in a whole different league. Yeah, it really was just so funny, I, and it still holds up now. Like there's oh, yeah. some things that you know you go back to, and, and but we're talking about a show that I mean this year I think they said this is seventeen. Well, this is the twentieth anniversary of when the show started. Right. So right. I think it's like, and it went for seventeen three, years since it's gone off the air. Seventeen years since it went off the air, the air, which it did four seasons. Yeah. Um, and anyway, if you don't know what Mr. Show is, because I'd say there actually might be a. I agree. Probably uh, a ton of people that don't. So Mr. Show is a sketch comedy show that was on HBO um, that starred uh, David Cross, David Cross, and Bob Odenkirk. And Bob Odenkirk. And it's especially a, the title was Mr. Show with Bob and David. Exactly. And uh, it was a sketch comedy show, and the thing that was kind of cool about it was that they had a live audience, but they also pre-taped uh, elements. And they did kind of a thing, I always used to sort of um, equate it to Seinfeld, where they sort of, they would start at one point, and all these other sort of things would happen, and at the end, it would sort of tie it back together. They, like, yeah, they, you know, bring it back. And, and Mr. Show did that even more so. Like, they would start with, like, this idea, they'd go through all these completely random things, but there was usually some sort of string that tied them all together yeah. uh, at, at the end. Um, but brilliantly they, written show. Brilliantly written. Um, it, it it is that sort of absurd co- comedy, you know, type of thing. But um, devastatingly funny. Devastatingly funny. Mister um, Show is like I was thinking about this today. I mean, like you were saying, it's like a Keystone show. But I mean, like I think like Mister Show is like a huge chunk of like of like who you and I are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I when mean, we like, joke whenever we do. For for those of you that know us, probably know us best from. You know, epic battle cry. Yeah, and uh, Daniel constant. We would constantly, rarely on the show. More more often, it was just before recording and things like that. We would constantly be quoting Mister Show, yeah. and Daniel would always be asked. Like at first, he'd always ask, "What's you know, that? What's that from?" And then eventually, he'd start saying, "Like that's that Mister Show, Mister Show, yeah. show that you guys like." You know, <laughs> exactly. like there. We literally think that there is a quote from Mister Show. For any situation, like Absolutely. they're they're literally just there's some that are sort of evergreen that you could you could kind of put in almost anything, and then there there are just some that are so quotable for for very specific uh, needs. But yep. man, it's just such a function. And 
the thing I think I, I really love about it is I had I, I had never heard of Bob Odenkirk, never heard of David yeah. Cross. Uh, you know, they both been in in the industry doing. You know, I think Bob used to write for Saturday Night Live. He did. Uh, David had done. I know he David did stand up movies and other stuff. He, you know, he's got a he's got a, a a small role in Men in Black. He plays the uh, oh, yeah. he plays the guy at the counter in the morgue when Vincent D'Onofrio comes in to, That's right. to try to steal the galaxy off the dude's. Uh, Dude's cat. Well, and you know, and and since then, so you know, they did this show, and it was. I, I've heard a lot of times it's like one of those things where it's it's like that show that you know they sometimes say that like he he's a comedian's comedian. You know, it's like one of those things yeah. where he may, you know a, a person may not necessarily be as well known, but they're known by the people that everybody knows in yeah. a way. And I think that's the way Mister Show is. It's like that kind of comedy that um, people in the industry knew that they were. Just hilarious. Yep. Um, it was we, also the springboard for Jack Black's career. Yep. Sarah Silverman. Uh, Sarah Silverman was on Mr. Show. Uh, Tom Kenny, who is famously the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep. He was uh, he was part of the cast. Brian uh, Brian Pusain, uh he, He's made a name for himself as stand-up comic There's now. a bunch he's of names that even if you don't recognize, when you see you'll them, the you'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy from this. And yeah. then you, you have to kind of say, I mean, like David Cross went on to do, do Arrested Development, which is... Hilarious Huge show. show. Um, Bob Odenkirk's Bob, doing better. Better Call Saul. Better now. Call Saul, and you know, and, and he's uh, um, you know, he was in Breaking Bad. You know, of yeah, course, obviously. you know, the lead up to that, which I, I was kind of pointing out to you. Um, you haven't finished Breaking Bad yet, I don't think. I have not. Um, which and it's I, I'm gonna be honest. It to me is not the as as jaw droppingly great as, as everybody else puts it out to be sometimes, but it's a really good show. Yeah, and I do like it. I liked his character in Breaking Bad. It was it was kind of a funny character. I really like what he's doing in Better Call Saul. Like he's, I actually, there's like kind of you can almost hear character voices that have come from Mr. Show popping yeah. up. Like when he's playing like his receptionist, you know, because somebody called and he want, he doesn't want him to know that he doesn't have a receptionist, so he does right. like an English voice. Is that like there's these little things that you can just kind of see? It, it's going to be a little. Uh, you can see little uh, bits of Mr. Show yeah. shining through. But I think that's maybe one reason is like you know that's coming out and, and, and is, is being so big Arrested Development of course was, was real big and then you know got picked up by Netflix and I think there's another either they're doing a movie or a, another season or whatever they're still rolling on that but David Cross says in, in a Reddit interview uh, he's doing an AMA on Reddit yep and, and uh, he says Mr. Show's coming back this year We'll know more soon. He, he says we'll know more in, in the next 24 hours, I think, or something like that. Yeah, or the or next that 48 we hours. 48 or hours, but it's been past that. We haven't heard yeah, we haven't else. heard anything else. So, so, this could, so it could be canceled. That's Who right. It, it could absolutely <laughs> not be happening at this point. But for us and for our friends, people like Ben and Grant, people who, who, who Mr. Show is like that, like... Anytime I meet someone, if they know yeah. if they know about Mr. Show, it's a good chance we're going to get along just fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Because something about something about the the sense of humor of that show and that show defined for me like what it was that I craved in comedy. Yeah, and it was like I craved something like smart and absurd. Yes, yeah. And Mr. Show was both of those, and it, it really helped me kind of develop my palate, I guess. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like uh, like Daniel, I, I I would I always said like Daniel had a very silly sense of humor, like his his, his the things that really would get him just like yeah. laughing hysterically. Uh, I always thought were like like really kind of silly kinds of things. Yeah, and like the things that do that to me are like really absurd kinds of things. Yeah, and 
the idea that Mr. Show is going to come back after 20 years. I, I, I never. I never. Like, I thought no. at best they might do, like, a special. A reunion. Or they might do yeah. a reunion or another tour. Because they did, they did do a tour for yeah. a while. And, or maybe even a, a, another Run, Ronnie, Run movie. Because they, they actually did a movie based on one of the characters uh, they did in the show. Like, Ronnie Tobbs, Ronnie Tobbs. There was, there's a, I, I, but even that, I sort of felt like those would be smaller things. Just to me, though, the fact that we're going to see... You know, for for all intents and purposes, it sounds like another season of shows. You know, yeah. um, don't know where it'll be. Don't know if it'll be on HBO. Don't know if it'll be you know Who Netflix knows? or straight. You know, I'll take it. Whatever I'll it take is, it however it is, I'll take it. Uh, so we thought that uh, it'd be a a good example, something to watch since you've been watching nothing up until this point, <laughs> <laughs> and we only talked for what. Eight hours. Yeah. Um, anyway, we thought it would be a great uh, excuse to watch uh, one of our favorite episodes. This is sort of like... This This is probably... If it's the, a Keystone series, this is the Keystone episode. This was the episode, I think, where like... We went from kind of liking the show... Yeah, to like maniacally obsessed with it. Like yeah. this This is like... I, like I can't even tell... Like it's, it's It seems weird to say like... To say these things out loud about this TV show, but I mean, like this was the episode where, like, we turned we turned a corner. Yeah, like yeah. there was like there was like our world and the lives prior to this episode of Mister Show, <laughs> yes, and our world yeah. and the world and our lives after this episode. Yeah, I, mean, I would absolutely agree. And so we're gonna watch episode eleven from season three of Mister Show. Uh, the episode title is "Bush Is a Pussy." <laughs> and we're watching this on DVD. We're going to do a sync point like we normally do with you guys, and we're going to do a commentary on the episode as kind of a bonus here at the end. Probably just us laughing. Um, and um, and uh, we uh, we're going to just like do a countdown here and, and, and hit play, and we're going to talk about uh, what I think is is maybe our favorite episode of Mister Show. I, th- I think it's, it's definitely the most sort of. Uh it's like the best encapsulation of the show, yeah. I think. Like it has, that's, that, that's a great point. Like if has, you want to know what Mr. Show's about, watch this This episode. is a great one to watch. You know, they've, they've got a couple of like sort of best of episodes, and they're okay, but they, yeah. they don't flow together like like an actual episode does. And th- this is one of those episodes where, I, from start to finish, I, I feel like it's pretty hilarious. Brilliant. But one thing I, I want to say, because I, I, I do hope, I hope we don't build this up too much that sometimes you get slightly disappointed. <laughs> yeah. But I, I watch this really... Just enjoy the show. I really think if you if you enjoy the sort of humor that we enjoy, uh, and if you're if you're listening to us, I think at least a certain percentage of you do. I think you'll really really uh, enjoy this. And if so, watch more episodes of the show because it's just it's so good. And uh, and if they come back, watch that show. Watch, watch that, that show fucking too. show too. All right. So we are we're on DVD. We're getting ready to start. Uh, we're getting ready to start the episode. We're at zero 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 in the black, just before the static comes up in the HBO logo. I'm going to. This is practice. I'm going to say one, two, three, click. Right. So I'm practice again. I'm going to say one, two, three, click, and that's what you know. You're gonna you're gonna click your mouse button with me. So she's gonna say that, or do we have to do something? Here we go. One, two, three, click. This is like what happens when you go to work out after you haven't worked out for like a year. It's, it just, you and you, just dislo- you dislocate a shoulder. Like that Phil Hartman gag from SNL where he rips his arms off. Oh! So anyway, uh, the very first thing that we got going on here is... Uh, I, 
I don't even know how to set this up. Well, um, I think actually this is a great point because this was we actually didn't catch the show when it very very first started. Yeah, that's we true. caught it a little into its life. This was maybe one of the first episodes where we watched. Um, like at new, like it was coming on as a new episode, right. not as reruns or whatever. And the, the just the idea that they're going through this whole thing, and you're you know hearing about like man, you know you can't do it. You see you know you see David sitting there with his leg up, and you're just yeah. like you know, uh, oh okay, well so you know he just he's he's worried so, that he's so David's not going to be on the show. And, and he's like, all right, I'll be right back, you know. <laughs> and then he just fucking leaves. It's just I think it's. Because he got to do this grocery shopping. If I ever meet, uh, if I ever meet Tom Kenny, the question I want to ask him is like when he's in the background, like rehearsing there. Yeah, what, I want to know is like, what were you reading? Like, what were you miming? If he even, if he even had something. But he came from the. It was the. The the thing that's like so funny about this is like, this is like Mister Show, like basically lambasting like every, every you know fucking loser college comic that's ever existed i mean well, you know, like, this, is this about, sketch is so about like they're, they're loathing for I, like mediocre comedians this reminded me a lot of like around the same time a little before this was like um i used to remember watching mtv half hour comedy hour yeah and i gotta be honest you know i remember back then really enjoying it but it did kind of have that like you had sometimes you had some really smart funny comics but a lot of times you just had um you had Lamos. Yeah, you, well, you had like your your carrot tops sometimes and stuff like that. You had yeah. like your your guys that were just <laughs> those you know, are weird, <laughs> huh? How many times have we said that in the last <laughs> twenty years? The thing I love too is the fact that like you know he's going on like this and it's so goofy, but David is just like riff, man, riff, like he's like, just go just for go it, go for it, because he's he thinks it's just hilarious. When let's be honest, it's really it's not. really yeah. not. <laughs> But so anyway, I remember we, like the first time we were watching this, and I mean you know we I mean we were kind of like, um, like, oh, like yeah this is really cheesy blah yeah. blah blah. But this moment coming up here where Bob goes to the counter, there is something about this that slays me every time. I love he's like oh what are you watching? What are you watching here? What the, what the fuck? None of the people on the street know that this is being filmed. <laughs> He's just <laughs> running down one of the streets of LA screaming like a lunatic with a, oh, while pushing man. a buggy. <laughs> prop, little prop comedy, you know. $1,500 so he can find three nickels. This, this bit here, like this delivery that David's got right here on the story is like this guy's hilarious <laughs> hilarious this uh, uh it just it kills me it just kills me. i mean it's on the wall like what's <laughs> it's just like it's is like the sort of thing, the over the topness to it it's just like it, it is. It is just like it's so true to life. It's so true to life. Like you know, people will like. Have you seen this comic? And like they'll play some of them or like whatever. Like like he is the funniest guy ever. And like you know, they'll play like his fucking Netflix special and be like, like <laughs> well, and it's just that that sort of thing where like Bob just can't get. He's like, 
He's like, what are you, you know, yep. like, what are you saying? I don't get I've, it. You I've know? been Bob in this sketch. I've been Bob in this <laughs> yes. sketch so many times. People telling me, like, this is the funniest you thing ever. What? I'm uh, fired, too. <laughs> Kenzie, come over here. He's, he's so good, you can't let the show, like, you have to give the show you gotta over give to the him. you got to give the show to him. Like, it, That's to, how to good not he is. give the show over to him and let people experience him uh, would, would, would be a travesty. All right, now we're coming up on one of the famous bridge uh, sketches. This is like one of the one of the bits that will join the larger sketches together. Some of these are lame. Some of these are not so great. Yeah. This one is fucking awesome. <laughs> I hey. did until you fired me. <laughs> I just don't think he's so great. He makes more money than you. <laughs> and then, the, like immediately, Bob's like, "Wait, you're right. Hey, you know what? Listen That's right, Bob. Friend, Bob. Listen to your friend." <laughs> and now we come to Worthington's law. <laughs> We, how many times, dude? How this, many times this have we may done be the one this? thing that we'll do because anytime somebody says like, you know, well, he's awesome. He's like, he does make more money than you. You know, it's like, like, oh, you're right, and like that is the then, argument, and that's it. Yeah, that's all you need to say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but we have we've done this so many fucking times. Remember we we talked about we talked about trying to find a way to make uh, one of the little one of the golden monkeys that's coming up here at the end of the sketch. Seven hundred and forty-three. I'm moving up. But just this. <laughs> oh shit! Shut up, Caruso. How about uh, Daryl Strawberry? It's it's actually like really funny, like how some of these names like have no, oh, yeah. just like no meaning yeah, exactly. anymore. Like anybody gives a fuck about Daryl Strawberry or Sammy Hagar, <laughs> and, and he probably doesn't have as much money as as back then. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm better than, than you, Brainiac. Brainiac. There's a moment. There's a moment. It's not here, but it's it's coming up. It's coming up in a, in a second here, where he. It's like where he picks up. I think he picks up a copy of the magazine or whatever, but he turns for a second, and you can see that he's got like he's you know this corporate guy, but he's got this ponytail. Yeah. And there's a moment where like the audience catches the ponytail. Yeah. And there's like a second wave of laughter that I always find really amusing for some point. There, there's for some reason. To, right time, there. Right there. <laughs> There's something too about whenever they do like photos of like that sort of like, uh, are we taking a photo? Okay, and that like half they, smile, like it looks great, so awkward. It looks so genuine. It, it does. Looks, it looks it looks so, so much like that. So right on. But yeah, we were trying to figure out a way to, to make this fucking make this fucking monkey here. You're now. Oh, it's actually got a number on here. Seven hundred forty-one times one hundred twenty-one. Oh, I'm moving up. Check out that. Check out that computer in the background. That's that's <laughs> that, going that back a few years. That case does not look all that different from what I just threw out. Jesus, your ex, my ex Siamese twin brother. I love how he leans. Yeah, immediately. yeah. Like immediately he leans back into <laughs> that position. What's going on? Hey man, did you ever see? There's a there's a Tales from the Crypt episode that that deals with a couple of Siamese twins. I say a I couple. Know. It deals with Siamese twins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that I have. That, uh, I don't have time to go into it now, but I remember it being a pretty freaky episode. <laughs> I love this. Just immediately, like, you know, they do those little clips, like, oh, you know, I'm moving up. And then he, as soon as he leans back in the chair, he sort of already starts to slump. Yeah, he's like he's setting up for this, you know. Setting up the hey, character. I remember. Your pants. The, the thing, and this is like, talking about the absurdity level of the show, like, the whole kind of like thing. The whole the whole thing to this sketch is you know that it's like it's like this like Melrose Place you know like P 
people constantly like getting together, breaking up, getting with somebody's ex. Like it's yeah. it's basically like this office romance drama. Yeah. But turned into absurd comedy yeah, by virtue of the fact that it's fucking Siamese twins. <laughs> and then of course the you know it's not just going to be them. You can't cut off the memories. Well, the other thing too is like it's so the the concept is so ridiculous. It like is. we should get rejoined. Second ha- Sammy Hagar uh, reference in the episode. Yeah, watch this here. This is my favorite thing here. If you actually look at Cross, he's actually s- screaming "No blood for oil." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Ned. I am going to get reattached. This line Not right to here. You check it right here to John Worcester. Wait for it. But we met at the company picnic during the three-legged race. Oh, my God. Ted, I... Oh. John. How many times have you seen this scene play out, you know, like during primetime soap operas? Except not. It's Keith Dunlap. Keith Dunlap. <laughs> I love that, like that, like <laughs> that awkward handshake offer. <laughs> what do you say, bro? <laughs> offers him the hip. I love the the hands, like yeah. a little hand gesture, like yeah, Come right on. here. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a complication. Not to spoil it, but this is what kind of reminds me of the Tales from the Crypt sketch <laughs> or the <laughs> episode. Ah! <laughs> gotta be a better way alright so here we are we're coming up on the second bridge scene interestingly enough this is the second appearance of the Bad News Breakers Yep, they're in another episode I think in an earlier episode where it's a commercial for those little uh, like the little like <laughs> stickers that they use to like attach like electrodes to you like you know yeah, you're, yes, you're like yeah. hooked up to an EKG or something like that and they talk about it's like and they've got two uses and they show those little twins go they get two uses <laughs> so they're back because they're they're super cute apparently they're super hot now oh really uh, in the commentary in the commentary for this episode I think they comment on the fact that that uh, they they got older and hot <laughs> this this kills me right? where those little uh, where those little sweetie pies <laughs> watch where the milk goes flying here this is fucking great. Smack! <laughs> I, lo- I love the fucking, I love the, the fucking red line where the plane's going down. I love the little smile so it's like, oh, okay, well, that's not so oh, bad. It's not so bad. Know? Oh god! <laughs> Frown up. All right, so now we come out of the bridge into the greatest comedy sketch that has ever been devised by mankind. I don't even know. I've, I've tried to explain this sketch to people and like, I basically just have to stop and like, just fucking watch this. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those two you do. You sort of have to see because it's just on, on again, comedy is one of those things like you can't sometimes describe it. You yeah. have to experience it. That's right. Like if you just describe what's happening in there, someone's like, Oh, okay. That's kind of funny, but you got to see it. You, you got to you see know, it. You just got to see it. But if you'd have told me, and I, and I love David's voice in this. Like he told me that my favorite comedy sketch of all time would involve a bunch of a bunch of like Italian goomba cliches <laughs> sitting around arguing about whether or not twenty four is the highest number. 
Probably but what about eighteen? You. But what about eighteen? Nah, twenty four. Nah. Look, Look, count with me. Look how injured they are. Okay. They're like, okay, right. I'm following 20, you. I'm 20, yeah. <laughs> and I love like the fake vo- the fake the cajolies and you you know like you're just making up like the <laughs> it's almost like their comment on the Sopranos yeah <laughs> I really would so love to know I would really I love to know I am sorry Mr. Don Corelli that I said 18 well it's fine I forgot about night. <laughs> okay Okay. And I love like he's slowly like all right, he's right, slowly don't, losing his mind again. Don't, don't do it! Don't you do it! <laughs> oh, shut up! I, I've been really drunk. <laughs> I've been really high. I've never ever had this discussion about whether or not twenty four is the highest number. <laughs> I would really love to know what the impetus for this sketch uh, was. This is what I love. It's like twenty five dollars. They're like Wait they all minute. look up. <laughs> That might be my favorite moment in the sketch, honestly. It's 25. And they I, all I don't know. I think this, is the, this might be the best moment is, is right here. He's like, so what'd you give him? I, nothing. Nothing. Doesn't matter. I, I gave him 30. <laughs> what about 30? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you give him, boss? The eyeglasses are actually really great here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great character. Doesn't matter. Gave him 30. And now they're on it again. Check this out here. Check this out here. This this line is great. It's bigger by like five or six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 30, forget. Hey, what about 31? Hey, you, go back to stirring there. (laughs) I'm stirring. I'm stirring. The bigger by five or six thing, I don't know what it is about that line. That that kills me, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> actually the best line honestly is right. what's coming up right here Falados is gonna hear it from my 45 <laughs> they all just look at each other what the hell do we I do I gotta say my 46 is bigger uh, this what? Is my, I think this is the best line that's all I'm saying boss Frankie why you do this to me I mean but like it's just so the, ridiculous. It's oh so my ridiculous. God, it's so good. But uh, like the fact, like this had to have been in front of an audience. You but know the, what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Like this sketch is just like the pacing of it, the writing. It is just gold. It is pure gold. <laughs> hey, Forrest, I deal with you. <laughs> I'll deal with you in a minute. <laughs> Who's your Papa Zola? You boss. Who covered your begins? Your begins. <laughs> like that's what I love. All yeah. these like fake. Words. Ridiculous things. What's the highest number? I don't know. This is my favorite line. Danny said 47. Danny's dead now. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> he was only 49. He was only 49. <laughs> hey, 49! <laughs> I love where he grabs the photo yeah, he of Jesus. He picture of Jesus. <laughs> oh was, my god it was only adding numbers to the numbers boss it was only adding numbers nobody cares there's a million people out there oh. <laughs> and then stops in his tracks 
people out there don't care. Okay, so they've come full circle now. David's character has officially embraced the reality that there are only twenty. That twenty-four is yeah. the highest number. You're like, that was a brilliant sketch. Yeah. Just oh, that was hysterical. That that was so funny. But then go out there and tell people twenty-four is the highest number. Okay, where else could they go? Where from else that? could they go with it, Tony? <laughs> where else, indeed? And, so, then, and this is where twenty-four now becomes our highest number that we could use. I am twenty-four years old. I love the guy behind him is like, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Bob getting his Carl Sagan on here. Then he has 24, 24 stars, stars in the, in the Here's where it really goes off the hook. <laughs> Does that 24 Jews. It's an, it's an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I love, I love oh the whole idea, God. though, of the, the muscle behind right. that whole time, like making sure that there's you know, a There's a mobster. Somewhere behind out there, everybody. behind everybody, there's a mobster making sure that everybody knows 24 is the highest <laughs> number. It's uh, it's fucking brilliant, and and the thing is, it's it's a it's a bridge scene. It it actually ends up yeah. becoming kind of a camouflage bridge scene into the last sketch of the show, which is this amazing, brilliant uh, satire of Amadeus, Amadeus yeah. except with John Baptiste Falusa, the boy genius of marching band music. <laughs> this thing right here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did already. <laughs> This thing right here, the thing that's really funny about this is that he's absolutely right. Is that like is that lungs develop in like the last? Yeah. Like that's like one of the last things that develops. And if you have like a, a preemie baby, usually underdeveloped lungs. So medically accurate. <laughs> Damn it, woman, you will bear me a marching band. I I say this to my wife like all the time. All you give me are drummers! Uh, <laughs> he throws a door open, and none of these kids is in time. It's just, just this cacophony of out-of-time drumming. Oh, my God. The, th- the thing about this that is so funny, and I've heard a set of comedy before, is like, saying absurd things, but coming from a sincere place. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're absolutely invested in these characters, you know, while spouting absurd, absurd things. Yeah. And it, it kills me. It, I mean, this right here is my jam. It, it gets your, it's like it gets your buy-in. Like, if they, yeah. if they are completely, if they are <laughs> Look complete. at this. Whoa, Bob's got going here. <laughs> And, and it is it is that whole thing that I do love about like because I really I actually really love the movie Amadeus as well yeah and I love that movie. it's such a you know thing where it's like the the one who really works hard at it yeah. and does everything to 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 become better and 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 just never it doesn't it, have never going something to, exactly but then the other one is so. Doesn't know what he had, or really, yeah. I mean, kind of does, but you know, the, the, the doesn't he can't appreciate it exactly. He can't appreciate how great his talent is. And they totally is. play that up in this even more so, where you know, it's just like this yep. idiot, like I don't know, I just make the music. <laughs> why would I have? Why would I want that thing when I can have this? I, lo- I love the visualization here of a world of unimaginable beauty. Was this God and the angels conversing? Or was it, or was it the devil? Or was it God and the devil interrupting each other? <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. 
Boomch. Okay, let me write that down. <laughs> yeah. Boomch. The funniest part though is where you actually see his music notation. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like tikish, boom, crash, bang. The ghost of mediocrity here. <laughs> this is um I'm trying to remember like some of some of my favorite uh, some of my favorite sketches on Mr. Show involve period pieces like this. Yeah. I'm also thinking of the uh I'm also thinking of how the founding fathers created uh, the flag. That that episode. here it is tish boom ta tat tish boom trash. <laughs> <laughs> Just weeping at the beauty of it. What are you made of, Palooza? All right, so Cellini's gonna, uh, Cellini's gonna, he's gonna see an end here. <laughs> he's gonna try to, he's gonna try to set Palooza up. There's also a great, there's also a great gag here about inflation. <laughs> Have you a penny? Here, take a nickel. Take the whole night. <laughs> Those fine wrists and that bit of neck showing. <laughs> <laughs> The temptation of pantaloons. Yeah. I wonder, I, I, I think they tell the story of one of the commentators about how Bob and David met, but um, I'd love to hear them talk about that a little bit. They must have really, they must have really hit it off. They seem to have a very, very uh, solid working relationship. Watch this here, watch this here. He's, he's really great in this. Oh. I mean, it's like something. It's yeah. like it's like right out of a soap opera or something. I mean, he knows exactly what to do with that muller. <laughs> Spills the ink all over his stuff. The thing that's really funny about this though is that his music is worse. Yeah. Flu- I mean, like like what they composed yeah. is just kind of repetitive and cacophonous. It, it, no it, real melody bland, to it. It's yeah. very, I mean, it's 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 maybe like you know t- technically fine, but it's just nothing. You know. Well, that was. Fine, just fine. That's right. You know. I've actually caught myself humming this thing that Falooza does. Passion fanfare number four. For tubas and flutes. Ah, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, also they're, and also they're keeping the continuity of the 24 being the highest number yeah. by him being the 112th president. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I ever caught that before. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's the thing, like... That like, is so awesome. That's what makes this I, show so brilliant. Twenty just, years, I never caught that. That's the, awesome. The, just the, the the little ways that they thread everything together, yeah. you know, in in obvious ways and not so obvious ways. Too much sarsaparilla. It's great. <laughs> it's great when they the they do the uh, they do the gag here in a second where Dave's going to try to use a little wordplay. It doesn't work out for him though. <laughs> What's wrong, Falooza? Too many of Mister Graham's crackers. <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's so good. <laughs> Again, this walk kills me. The thing I also love, though, is like, just by hearing him and seeing his passion, they, they yeah. kind of are able to make it come to life, you know? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Cellini's destroyed. <laughs> I love the guy on the right. He's just a star. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> Cellini's that's, wife. That's Tom Kenny's wife. I, I assume they're still together. 
she left the sh- I can't remember after second season or, or was it after the third season? She might have really been pregnant while this was going on. I know it's that, very possible. I, know, I think that she was off the show. I want to say in the fourth season. Now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, I think because she was having uh, having their their kid. Did she bear him? Too brilliant. Band? God, we can only hope. <laughs> Brilliance Brilliance obsessed obsessed people. people. Makes them feel inferior. It's amazing how this is working its way into actual politics. You know, I was going to say, it's it's sad how how, (laughs) how accurate or how so many people actually feel that way. Don't be spectacular. Be just good enough. Be just good enough. (laughs) That's great. Falooza is so so legitimately happy for him. Look, that's the face of a man who was about to fall off that bike. (laughs) But it's also the thing, and I I do kind of love, like, in the stories, like, Cellini knows he's not as good. Like, it's it's the pain of knowing he didn't really win. Like, it was just because he was, you know. It was just (laughs) so that I never would again. Oh, man. And that's the thing. It's got all it's got all of the kind of like. The great sort of drama of Amadeus just, you know, wrapped up in this ridiculous yeah. you know, package. But that, that moment where he tells that really dumb joke and mediocrity just busts out laughing. Yeah. That's what brings it back to this right here. You that's know, that, why Kenzie became so popular. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's because he's hilarious. Bram Stoker's Lincoln. And everybody's just loose in Bob's like, what? Bob does not get it. You know what pisses me off? Directions on Kansas soup. I've seen this comic. I've seen this this comic, you know? Oh, my God. It's kind of funny. I've actually just recently gone back and been watching the Seinfeld, the whole series. Yeah. And um, it does... Like, I do think Seinfeld is good at that, but he is that kind of humor, that sort of observational Observational humor. humor, yeah. But it... And, and he is very funny about it, but it's like it's so easy; it could become very just sort of pedantic and you know, yeah. like but goofy. You Seinfeld's know, probably the best at that. I mean, like I would, I would say probably so. As good as that show was, like I saw Seinfeld on; he was on the Tonight Show within mm-hmm. the last I don't know three months or something yeah, like I think that. Yeah, I saw him not too long ago. Too and long. I saw him on there, and he was brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, just killed, just killed. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Doctor Katz thing. Yeah, there's a little. Uh, a little tie That's into so another HBO series from the 90s. <laughs> How about Bob Vila? Ever seen this guy? What? This week, Mr. Vila gets half of this old house and this old divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I totally I, uh, forgot about the Dr. Katz tie. That's cool. Have you... Um... You ever watched his new show, uh, com- Comedians in Cars or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Com- Comedians Talking uh, in Cars. So, yeah. Um, I've only caught an episode or two of it. it. It's okay. It really depends, I think, on the guest. Like, I agree. Uh, how good it is. I but, saw the one with Patton Oswalt. That was pretty That was pretty good. I do. It, to me, is, is I'm glad to see him back. So I really did. Like, I think he got a, a little bit of a rap when that series was going on that, you know, he was... He really was just part of it, and you know, yeah. and all you know, it was all of the cast and everything made the show, which is accurate. Don't get sure. me wrong, but Great cast. I think he actually did bring way more to the show. I think than sometimes he gets credit for. Like yeah. he really was the linchpin that made it all work. Without him, everybody else is almost too much of a caricature, especially like Kramer and stuff like that. Like right. you need him to sort of bounce it out. But he genuinely is super funny in that. But anyway. Um, and he's great. He's great in stand up. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's devastatingly good. He at really stand-up. is. He really is. Like he's he's one of those comedians I think that legitimately has has 
put in the work and done it over yeah. the years and still has it, you know, and still can, oh, yeah. can get out there and do it. But uh, anyway, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope that I hope that rang rang funny for uh, for you guys because I just I think that that's just hilarious. I think that show, this show with Bob Davis, is just hilarious. If you guys uh, if you guys want to know like why Tony and I think like think things are funny like like you know why we have the sense of humor we do, you have to understand Mr. Show. Like once you watch Mr. Show, you will understand how Tony and I see the world. And it, it really, there's just, almost every episode has, I won't say every episode is just flawless. You know, I mean, there's, there, there, but it's, it's not like a Saturday Night Live where there's one, maybe one good skit in every show, maybe. Yeah. You know, um, it, it genuinely, it's, it's, they're pretty funny. And some of them are just, I, we all, I always joke, one of my favorite bits is their, um, Channel Seven News. We we make the news, <laughs> we make happen. The news happen, and it, it starts off by basically saying like, you know, uh, we go to uh, Bob, who's uh, where there's a he's he's standing near where a forest fire has just broken out at and the they, edge of a national and they park. cut to Bob and he's leaning down like lighting a match, starting this fire <laughs> in the, the forest, flames. fanning it, and then he kind of turns as they call to him. He's like. A fire has just broken out here in the very... And Once then, again, Channel 7 is first on the scene. And then, then another woman comes up and shoots him, and they go, oh, wait a minute, we got uh, Grace is on the scene. Yes, a reporter's just been shot here in the very... You know, like, we make the news happen. I don't know. I, I just, I think that's so funny. And again, it, it kind of a commentary on these days. I, I think that's half the time the news that's reported is, is made up by the people reporting it, but... You know, there's also... Maybe one of the smartest comedy sketches ever written is the pre-taped call-in show. Oh my god! Which you can you find that on YouTube. See. Go you, on YouTube and search for the pre-taped call-in show. It's it's on there. I'm almost positive. Again, one of those that to describe it, it, it just doesn't. You don't understand it, but it's essentially it's a pre-taped call-in. So show. they call they tape it in advance. And so when you're watching it, you're watching the episode that's already happened. That's but right. But they'll talk and they're about asking subject. you to call in about next week's subject. Exactly. They're like, you know, uh, so if you're watching this, don't call in about what we're talking about right now because we've we're, we're already, we've already done taped it. that show. So if you see this, call about this other subject matter. And call it, about crime in the streets, which is next week's. The best episode. part of it though is when he gets so frustrated, he's trying to to show. He's like, "So wait, wait, wait. This is what's going on right now." And he pulls over a TV and it's showing like It's showing the, the last week's episode. <laughs> and he does that like two or three times. And the best part is like, you know, at the it, when he starts, he's like got no hair. And as he goes back, it's like only a week more, at a time back. More and more hair. He's got more and more hair cuz he's just losing it. But it's you, it's brilliant. It's so funny. And it's, you're, you're right. It's brilliant. It really is. It's it's so well written. Like it's just so well thought out. Like the, the concept, the execution. Yeah. It, it, it's one. Of, it's one of the smartest so, uh, things I've ever and seen. And then he gets uh, the best parts. We get to the very last one where he's like, you know, oh, well. So uh, I, I hope next week this will be a little more exciting. You know, hopefully we'll, have, we'll some have some calls. <laughs> we'll get the kicks worked out. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my god! All right, guys. So. <sighs> I think that's going to do it for this. That, so that's uh, our episode for 2015. That's uh, we about. got we got a lot of stuff coming up this year. We talked about at the top of the show. We're really looking forward to uh, getting back into the theaters, getting uh, getting some commentaries back under our belt and stuff. We're staying busy, but um, we're going to try to um, we're going to try to uh, we're going to try to bring you all that. We'll have another episode. We'll have another episode soon, and uh, just uh, just stay tuned to the breakdown at. Uh, DriveHomeBreakdown.com or at Breakdown Show on Twitter. 
Thanks for everybody who sent their love, asked where we were. We appreciated the support, and it did eventually give us enough of a kick in the ass to <laughs> get back in there and do this. We appreciate it. Well, and hopefully the next episode will not be uh, nearly as uh, far apart as, as these last two have been. I agree. All right. Peace. Peace.